In July 2021, a pastor in Colorado Springs asked me the following. He said he would like to know my word of exhortation on today's churches. I was very happy to comply with his request, so I sent him an email telling him my exhortation on the subject of today's churches. Dear Pastor, First concerning the churches today in the end times, I have been shown by God many things about this subject. Starting in 1982, I was reading Second Thessalonians Chapter 2, verses 3 and 4. Paul says, Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day of the Lord shall not come, except there come a falling away first. God said to me in 1982, The falling away are not the people leaving the church group. The falling away are the churches leaving the scriptures. And in 2017, God said to me, the word restrains. And I found this word in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 as follows. He who now restrains will do so until he is removed. And I said to God, Who is it that restrains Antichrist, that keeps him out of the churches? And instantly I knew the answer from God. The churches remove scriptures. The scriptures restrain Antichrist. Jesus is the word, the scriptures, so when they hold back scriptures from the church group, They remove Jesus from the church group. The Word, and it was Jesus, the Word who was restraining Antichrist from the church was Jesus. So the minute churches remove any portion of Scripture, Antichrist moves in because the restraint against Antichrist is the Word of God, the Scriptures. Most churches today are already Antichrist, for they no longer teach specific Scriptures such as Matthew 5, 32. Jesus said, Whosoever shall put away his wife, saving for the cause of fornication, causeth her to commit adultery, and whosoever shall marry Her that is divorced committeth adultery. Jesus is saying the divorced woman will commit adultery if she remarries after she has been divorced. But her husband who divorced her will be the cause of her adultery. We had a man in our church group several years ago who filed divorce papers against his wife. 
As soon as I heard this, I called him. I said, was your wife unfaithful to you? And he said, no. I said, the only scriptural reason for a man to divorce his wife is if she is unfaithful. I gave him Matthew chapter 5, verse 32. Apparently, he studied it, looked into it, prayed about it. And the thing he did after looking at this scripture is remove the divorce proceedings that he had filed in the U.S. courts against his wife. He stopped the divorce after he read this scripture. Matthew 5.32 But I say unto you, says Jesus, that whosoever shall put away his wife, saving for the cause of fornication, causeth her to commit adultery. And whosoever shall marry her that is divorced committeth adultery. The divorced woman commits adultery if she goes out and remarries after she has been divorced. But her husband who divorced her will be the cause of her adultery. And the man who marries a divorced woman commits adultery. 1 Corinthians chapter 7, verses 10 and 11. And unto the married I command, yet not I but the Lord. This is a commandment of the Lord for the New Testament church. Let not the wife depart from her husband. But and if she depart, let her remain unmarried or be reconciled to her husband. And let not the husband put away his wife. Romans chapter 7 verses 2 and 3. For the woman which has a husband is bound by the law to her husband so long as he liveth. But if the husband be dead, she is loosed from the law of her husband. So then if while her husband liveth, she shall be married to another man, she shall be called an adulteress. But if her husband be dead, she is free from that law, so that she is no adulteress, though she be married to another man. Now we no longer go by the law of Moses, where sacrifice of animals paid for our sins. We no longer go by the law of Moses, but we do go by the law of God as is stated in the New Testament scriptures. And this is what Paul is talking about in this section of scripture. Jesus said in Mark 10, From the beginning of creation, God made them male and female. For this cause a man shall leave his father and mother and cleave to his wife, and they twain shall be one flesh. So then they are no more twain but one flesh. What God therefore hath joined together, let not man put asunder. And in the house his disciples ask him again of this same matter. And Jesus said to them, Whosoever shall put away his wife and marry another committeth adultery against her. And if a woman 
shall put away her husband and be married to another, she committeth adultery. This is confirmed again in the scriptures in 1 Corinthians seven thirty-nine. The wife is bound by the law as long as her husband liveth. But if her husband be dead, she is at liberty to be married to whom she will only in the Lord, only another Christian, he's saying. Other scriptures which have been kept away from the congregation concern homosexuals and lesbians. Because in today's society, if you speak this scripture about homosexuals and lesbians, some people will get up and leave your congregation. And this scripture is currently being withheld in certain church groups. Romans chapter 1, verses 26 through 28. For this cause God gave them up unto vile affections. For even their women did change the natural use into that which is against nature. And likewise also the men, leaving the natural use of the woman, burned in their lust one toward another, men with men, working that which is unseemly, and receiving in themselves that recompense of their error, which was meat. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient. Can a homosexual or lesbian be saved? Yes, of course. Just like an adulteress could be saved, or a fornicator could be saved, or a drunkard could be saved. When God opens their eyes to see their sin, they can repent and be saved. But they must not go back to that sin, because if they go back to that sin, There is no more sacrifice for sin. Jesus said to the woman taken in adultery, Go and sin no more. Jesus did not condemn her, but he told her she could not continue to commit adultery. Go and sin no more. Sinners cannot continue in sins after they are enlightened to the truth that what they are doing is a sin. To go back to their sins is to crucify Jesus afresh according to the scriptures. After a person is enlightened to that sin, if he returns to it, there is no more sacrifice for sin. We see that in Hebrews 10, 26 through 29. For if we sin willfully, after that we have received the knowledge of the truth, there remaineth no more sacrifice for sins, but a certain fearful looking for of judgment and fiery indignation, which shall devour the adversaries. The Apostle Peter says in 2 Peter chapter 2, verses 19 through 22, If they have escaped the pollutions of the world 
through the knowledge of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and they are again entangled therein and overcome, returning to their sins. The latter end is worse with them than the beginning, for it had been better for them not to have known the way of righteousness than after they have known it to turn from the holy commandment delivered unto them. But it has happened unto them according to the true proverb. The dog is turned to his own vomit again, and the sow that was washed to her wallowing in the mire. In Hebrews chapter 6, verses 4 through 8, For it is impossible for those who were once enlightened and have tasted of the heavenly gift and were made partakers of the Holy Ghost, and have tasted the good word of God and the powers of the world to come, if they shall fall away. Now, if they're enlightened, if they already know this is a sin, but they fall away and return to this sin, Hebrews 6 says, it is impossible to renew them again unto repentance seeing they crucify to themselves the Son of God afresh and put him to an open shame. That's in Hebrews 6. Another thing, there is not just one Antichrist. The Apostle John tells us there are many Antichrists, and they were in the church group. 1 John chapter 2, verses 18 and 19, John speaking to the church of his day. Little children, it is the last time, and as ye have heard that Antichrist shall come, even now there are many Antichrist, whereby we know it is the last time. Verse 19, they went out from us, but they were not of us, for if they had been of us, they would no doubt have continued with us. But they went out that they might be made manifest that they were not all of us. The Apostle Paul speaks of this in Acts 20, verses 29 and 30. Paul is speaking to the elders of the church at Ephesus, and he says, for I know this, after my departing shall grievous wolves enter in among you, not sparing the flock. Also of your own selves among the elders shall men arise speaking perverse things to draw away disciples after them. These Antichrist people were sitting there among the elders of the church at the time Paul talked to the church. They were just waiting until Paul was gone. And then they would rise up, Paul says, and speak perverse things to draw disciples away after themselves. This is the beginning of all the denominations which divided the body of Christ. So after the time of Paul, men started their own denominations. 
and they cast away scripture as they saw fit and divided the body of Christ. Second Peter 2 verse 2, Peter says, And many shall follow their pernicious ways, by reason of whom the way of truth shall be evil spoken of. They say such things as, Oh, of course you can divorce and remarry. God loves you. He wants you to be happy. Some churches today are inviting homosexuals and lesbians to come to their church and bring their partner. They will be welcome. It's not a matter of teaching that this is sin and that you must repent from this sin to be saved, but rather it's acceptance of sin into the church itself. Antichrist in today's churches. That's what this is. These apostate churches will be destroyed by Jesus when he returns to gather the elect of God. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 8. And then shall that wicked be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. Jesus is coming to gather the elect of God. He will not take the apostate church into heaven, for there will be no unrighteousness in the new heaven and the new earth. The apostate church will be destroyed. Thank you for allowing me to speak this to you today.